What's up, guys? Casey and George, the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, share, whatever platform you're on. Don't forget about us, man. And also, don't forget about the fact that we're brought to you by TSR Racing Products, Champs Performance Parts, BRG 3D Printed Parts, Syntex Printing out there in Temple, Texas, and of course, Driven Racing Oil. Use code GBR10, get yourself 10% off, $99, gets it shipped for free to your door. George, what's up? I'm glad that you didn't uh, need a life raft. Well, first of all, you said the best four-letter word that I've ever heard, free. So um, definitely um, utilize what you can. Certainly, uh, we, uh, we, we definitely love to give back to those who give back to, to the bracket racing community as a whole. So keep that in mind whenever you go shopping, guys. But, yeah, man, I'll tell you what. We might need a code uh, for for life vest rs or something i don't know what they're called because as much rain as we're getting here in texas i know i might have joked last week about how i hadn't seen rain in forever but gee whiz 15 inches 16 inches in a in a day is man that's a little bit too much so shout out to all my guys out there and um in south south dallas south of the you know south of where i am put it that way you guys are uh seemingly underwater so Hopefully everybody's doing all right. Casey, man, how you been, though? Man, just uh, getting on by, man, doing doing a whole lot of work to the Nova. It's uh, It's been reasonably uh, – the weather's getting better, you know, so it hasn't been that bad this week. Um, obviously, I'm still off from work for from whatever we had, the kid and everything, so – just kind of trying to do some work. Just got done putting a winch in my trailer today, actually. So I'm excited to use that so I don't got to get out of my race car like Dale anymore. Yeah. It's uh, It was a lot easier. It seemed like two, three years ago, I, I just taught my wife to get in and out of there. She's significantly smaller than I am, so it's a lot easier for her to get in the door. But I started noticing my door started sagging from putting 200 pounds on it every once in a while. <laughs> and... Uh, I was tired of it, man, so I got me a winch. Got to see, uh, <laughs> I hope it pulls it up the trailer door because I got it all installed now. So uh, it uh, it was kind of a pain to do by myself, to say the least. But I think we'll be all right. It's rated to pull about twice as much as the car weighs. So I don't think it should be a problem. I've seen it's, it pulls small SUVs on a trailer. Surely they're more. Surely they're heavier than the race car. I don't have a Chevelle over here, George. Yeah, you would think, man. I mean, I think I'm about maybe twelve thousand on my uh, on my winch there, and I don't have a problem at all. Maybe make sure your batteries are charged up before you leave. That might that might get you one of these days. That's about all I've ever uh, really encountered is is a low battery. So every every week before I go, I've got charger on there just in case, if you know what I mean. Barn, we see you, man. Welcome to the show. Will Newman, we see you out there too, man. Welcome to the show, man. We got, I think we got a good topic for him today, Casey. What about you? Yeah, man, and it's something that, as usual, we just kind of came up on the fly. But uh, it was a very interesting thing that uh, you brought up, which is bracket finals. So bracket finals is something that, at least in NHRA, has in the past been very prestigious. I've participated in, I don't know, three or four bracket finals myself. And uh, I actually was talking to Jason Phillips, our buddy, by the way, if you uh, if you haven't seen the episode with Jason Phillips, he's bringing back the Brett Kemner School of Drag Racing at Gateway, which, by the way, it's the only free one as far as I know in the entire nation. I believe it is the first Tuesday of every single month at Gateway International Raceway, also known as Worldwide Technology Raceway, I guess now these days. 
But uh, if you're in that area, definitely go check that out. Paul and Tim and Jason are great people to have there. Jason, in fact, is a uh, Bracket Finals Division Three champion uh, in, I want to say, 2001 or so. So uh, you're definitely learning from one of the best out there. Top seven, in fact, in, in uh, 2001, obviously, with all the divisions. Maybe there's nine divisions. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it's uh, it's going to be a very interesting topic, to say the least. And basically what we're getting at is it used to be the rule was you had to participate in a local points program that was sanctioned at an NHRA track. You were required to effectively be in depending on how many people they took from each class, usually it was like the top 10 from each point series. And I think junior dragsters was maybe like three or something like that or five um, pro bike. I, I want to say it was similar. I don't know that they were 10 because there's not as much participation in that. But the point is, is now it almost seems like an invitational, like you can create your own team. And I actually looked at the NHRA website after looking at three tracks. And NHRA's website says, and this is verbatim, that's a quote I took off of NHRA's website. Participating NHRA member tracks across North America host regularly scheduled events and award points. At the end of the season, each track selects a team of racers from among its top points finishers to represent the track at the Divisional Summit Racing Series Finals. Competitors running in different categories based on performance race until a champion is crowned in each category. Points totals are tallied for team honors. Now, that would make me think that it is based on track points, wouldn't you think that? Well, it's, it's kind of vague. I'm going to be honest to you. But yes, it's, it's just too much room for error is what's going on here. And obviously, it's got to be vague because what we're getting at here is seemingly the opposite of what you just read to some extent to where we're seeing a lot of the bracket finals. And I think it's 16 top bulb cars, Casey, if I'm not mistaken myself, but we're seeing a lot of these bracket finals become more than one team to be able to compete at the event, um, which is different. I mean, growing up, this was, it was, it was all, it was another reason for people to show up to the local points event to be able to say, okay, if I finish in the top 16, 10, whatever it be for a said track, then I'm going to have my one-way ticket into Indy for us as Division Three to run against the surrounding, you know, the tracks in the surrounding area of Division Three. Right now, it's not seeming that way. This is open discussion, guys, so I kind of want to get your thought process on it. Does this open up a positive or a negative site on points programs? Uh, personally, I'll start. I, I'm going to say I think it is positive. Why do I think it's positive? Because everybody in the points program or seemingly everybody who, who signed up for points technically could have a point, uh, a chance to race at the division finals. But even if everybody doesn't show up, now you have the ability to be, quote unquote, the hiring racetrack that says I need some blockers to come. And hopefully the Ardmore team that is just blockers doesn't equal up or meet up with the Ardmore team that's actually scoring. In my case, I'm going to be running for Ardmore. Looking forward to it, as a matter of fact. I mean, I definitely like the wrinkle to this rule. Casey, where do you stand as far as for is this a good thing or is it a bad thing? 
I, I think it's a terrible thing, to be honest with you, because uh, I just, you know, like I said, I've participated in several of them. And the, the number one thing is, first of all, just being allowed to show up means you already did, you know, amazing things to, you know, at the particular place that you raced. It means that you were the best of the best. You're going to race the best of the best who had the same dedication level as you. And on top of it, on top of that NHRA uh, statement, I did look at three other Summit Super Series NHRA tracks. Just like I literally just put it in Google and I said like something along the lines of uh, how to participate in NHRA bracket finals or something like that or some Super Series, whatever. But one track listed uh, listed it as you must have competed in three NHRA Summit ET Series events this season. But the team is open to anybody beyond that. So basically, as long as you participated in three, like you could have literally just entered, went home, entered, went home, entered, went home. And uh, and then at that point, you just say, hey, I want to I want to be in it. But that was the most strict that I had seen anybody uh, be at it. And, you know, I kind of just feel like you're no longer racing against the best of the best anymore. I don't think that it uh i don't i definitely don't think the team championship means anything anymore because you might not even be from that track so i think that this is going to be a great episode of undisputed catch it live on fox sports where skip and shannon debate the various topics of sports today I sit still, still. Now, I'm, I'm waiting on some more comments in the chat here. I see a couple of guys here, BT Camaro, saying he's in Division 4, and they pretty much invite everybody. He's guessing all points members, and this is kind of what stopped him from participating in NHRA points because of the rule changes at the bracket finals. So here, here's my take, and this is kind of why I like it. Number one, it gives the, the track the ability to make more money. You're always going to see me sit on the side of what is best for bracket racing and not necessarily just this particular race itself. Right. If, if, if said team has three, three full teams worth of 50 drivers apiece, man, that's 150 entries in whatever category that they're going to be racing in, even if they only have two. Well, if you bring five tracks and everybody has 60 race cars, that's 300 cars. So we're going to have the ability to generate quite a bit of revenue for the 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 track, NHRA, anybody who's in, in attendance. Maybe we get some shootout races. Maybe we get a good purse. Maybe we get a low entry fee based on how many people are going to be coming. It, it plays into... The financial gain of it all. Casey, stop there. Chat, stop there. What do you think about the financial aspect of having the race open? I mean, the financial aspect of having the race open, obviously, as long as the, as long as the participation continues to up the purse, then, uh, you know, I, I would agree with that. However, it has never really been in NHRA's wheelhouse to pay any more or less money you know, on both sides of the coin, Too if sure. 10 cars show up or a 500 show up, they're paying, you know, if they're going to pay 1,200, they're paying 1,200. But most of the time, I would say that 500 cars show up and they're still paying $1,200. And, uh, you know, it's just, I just, uh, you know, my question is, what is a team? Like, what is it? What is a team to you? 
Yeah. I mean, a team is comprised of more than one person. Everybody trying to work together to obtain one ultimate goal, uh, which would be, in this case, bracket, bracket finals champion as a team. Um, this particular race that I'm speaking of right now, I'm not 100% sure it's teams, but it is teams because I know you're I know you're competing as an individual, but only 30 race cars get to contribute to the points for the team or whatever track you're racing for. And anybody in the chat, feel free to to correct me if I'm interpreting this this wrong in any way. So, um more, I mean, more going on. I see Anthony Evans saying few 10Ks off the bottom at Capital City this same weekend, so he knows where he'll be. Looks like he's going to choose somewhere else to go as well. But from what I saw, I think I saw five grand for 60 bucks to enter. Uh, there's no way that me and Mo ain't going for that type of an entry fee to a five grander. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, you know, that uh, that being said, Galat has two ten granders this weekend. Uh, I want to say Darlington was talking about potentially finishing their points program maybe this coming weekend. I'm not 100% certain what where they landed on that because weather got a hold of them last week, I guess it was. Um, but, you know, in my opinion, a team as far as bracket finals is concerned – has to be a group of people who run together every single weekend. Like, I mean, it's just it's just little stuff, man. Like, kind of, uh, if you have any kind of issue, how do you even know who to talk to? You might not even know who's there, and but yet they're on your team. That's you know, fact. it's a fact. It's a fact, and and I'm looking at YouTube here, and I got old racers sitting in here at fixed, fixing used race cars as well, and he's saying he agrees with you, I believe, Casey, and so is old racer. He's saying as far as bracket finals, a team is a track. Um, again, I like, I like several aspects of it being open. Number one, there's things that happen throughout a year. Let's say said car was broke all year. This is, of course, a serious hypothetical. I mean, heck, right now in, in today's market, if you're broke all year, you probably ain't coming back in the first place because you ain't going to get the parts for it, right? But, Opening it up gives another wrinkle. It's down to this track and that track, but you have five guns in the game, five of them. So they can pick apart and take apart, hopefully, the other team. Now, I don't know how easy it will be to headhunt at this race. I know it's a, a chip draw track. They draw the cards. You don't know your opponent. You're not just going to go headhunting, which I also like about this track. So... I don't know. I just feel like it adds another wrinkle, another element of get up on the wheel, no matter who you're racing, no matter if they're contributing to the the points for said track or not. Um, get up on the wheel and kick his butt, kick her butt, whatever, whosoever it is in the other lane, whatever it is, go to work. Right. Yeah. But uh, then again, if a track can just kind of pick whoever they want to be on their team isn't that similar to what we were talking about a couple weeks ago where the guy got a wally for changing his motor in between rounds like isn't that the same it's it's it takes away from what the wally means like the wally is for winners and champions it's not for good job pat on the so, butt so but listen but listen i get that thought process and what i'm not saying is that i feel like 
the hired gun or the poached or whatever you want to call them, the the invitees to the track. Um, and it's not like each team's not going to do it anyway. They're going to come with as big a team as they can, right? But there's only, I do believe, only 30 of the cars can contribute to the points program in the first place. Part of me thinks that you had to be part of the points of said track in order to contribute in the first place. So that's why my mind keeps saying I like the level of competition. I like the open door policy to a five grander. Uh, I like what it could do for NHRA's business cap value, whatever you want to call it, as far as for enticing people to to get their NHRA license instead of their IHRA, which get both. I mean, who cares? Uh, one will recognize the other most likely in the first place. But I like that thought process just based on business. Um, keep it coming, guys. Keep it coming. Would love to see more comments in the chat. I'm going to read Jason Phillips here. He said we used to first. We used to fist fight to go to Indy in the 1990s and 2000s. You know what? And that's what I come from, from Division Three, remembering my uncle and my dad and, and everyone competing in, in points week after week after week just so that we could go to Indy and stay in a hotel. And that was the kids like, oh, we're going to stay in a hotel and jump in the pool. And it's Indy and there's there's... There's a drive-in theater right there. I, could, I think I remember watching Twister there when it came out on, <laughs> on in the theaters or whatever. I actually watched it at the bracket finals, I, I believe. Uh, but it's those type of things. What? Let's switch gears here. What does it do to the weekend warrior who competes hard, fights hard all week, and then runs into a hired gun first round and gets his teeth kicked in? What's it do for that person? Well, again, man, it, it takes away from what the bracket finals means because, in my opinion, that guy shouldn't even have been there. That's that's the overall issue I have with it because we're talking about a uh, we're talking about number one track championship team points type thing, you know, like which track is the best because that that was the name of the game. Really, it was finally everybody who just who you know, weren't enemies, but were enemies on the track all year, they're now on the same team trying to win a track, a championship for their track, you know, and, and say our track is the best. We are officially the best this year. And, you know, bracket finals, you know, at the end of the day, it, in my opinion, if it's, if it's got some sort of an invitational aspect to it, it doesn't mean that anymore. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, uh, in in my case, I was always going to the bracket finals for Gateway. If if there's a scenario where you can poach people from Chicago area and stuff like that, something you know, whatever, wherever you can get them from. If, for example, now Nick Hastings is on that team or something, has only raced as far as I know at Gateway a couple weekends ago. Now he goes out and wins bracket finals because they said, hey, Nasty, will you come be on our team? And then he wins pro at bracket finals. How does that mean anything for for them? That doesn't make any sense. I, I like it. And, and if you can, uh, moderators on the YouTube chat, we got some some girls in our chat real quick. If you guys want to delete those for us. But. Man, and I'm, I'm contemplating real soon, guys, turning into a you-must-be-subscribed-to-chat-only YouTube channel just to get rid of stuff like this. Uh, but um, anyway, back before I lost my train of thought there, isn't, wouldn't it be 
appropriate for someone to announce that they have Nick Hastings on their team? Because let's be honest, if I hear Nick Hastings is going to be on someone's team, well, I'm going to go get Scooter Hamlin or I'm going to go get um, Lucas Walker. I'm calling I'm I'm getting Rodney Fast to fetch him on my team just because you bring in Nick Hastings. That's my thought process, man. It's like I understand it's not it's it's team. It's this, that and the third supposed to be done for said track. But what can we do with it? Because obviously it's not that way anymore. I don't know when it changed. This could be old news to a lot of people listening here, right? It changed at some point. But what can we do with that change to make it good for our sport bracket racing? Like, can we get like a big Facebook page or something where we got every everybody going to be competing at a certain area? We're on there talking trash back and forth. Yeah, I got Nick on my team. No, I got Lucas on my team. I got Big Jed himself on my team now. What you going to do now? That brings drama to the sport. Am I wrong? Because that's what no. we watch on that's what we watch on TV. Am I wrong? No, man. And, uh, you know, it kind of goes back on everything that I've said thus far. But uh, I guess, you know, judging by what you just said, you could, in fact, say that you are the best of the best because with it being invitation only, you've kind of, you know, you've kind of got a dream out. team of racers. That's right. You know, you've, you've got a dream team of racers. Is is that good or bad? Because, you know, Galen Rollison, Britt Cummings at GABR, they already put on a dream team race and we see how that goes every single year. But is this NHRA's dream team race now? I mean, call it, call it that all I care, you know? Um, and, being able to take off, take off. I mean, let's think about it. NHRA allows it for their pro categories anyway. How many John Force cars are there? All that is is potential oh, blockers okay. for Robert Height at this point in Funny Car and Brittany Force at this point in Top Fuel Dragster, right? So let's even go to Pro Stock. The GOAT, Erica Anders, she's got blockers all over the place. I don't know how many elite cars there are this year. You know what I mean? So... It's part of it. It's like, is this what we're evolving into uh, for bracket racing? You make a great point, though. There's only really in my, and truly and maybe the thought process for for Galen and Britt to even come up with this idea surrounds the fact that they changed the rules of the bracket finals in the first place. Maybe we'll have him back on the show and see and ask that question. Who knows? But if you haven't caught Galen and Britt, they've been here twice now. And I'm sure, I promise you, they'll they'll be back. We enjoy having them. And I think they like coming on the old Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. So um, looking at BT Camaro, it's just business. So I would think the more cars you can get total, the better for the association. Can a non-team member win and go to the world finals? You're, you got a good question there. I really don't think that they can. I almost think it has to be like a last man standing who is actually able to contribute points to said team. I don't see how it you can hand out a gold card or you can hand out this and that and a third if that person's not point is not part of said track. What do you think, Casey? I don't know. I, I would have to get some clarification on that, BT Camaro, but that's a great question, man. I mean, uh, Ryan Gleghorn in here says, BT Camaro, this year, I believe so. So, just, <laughs> I mean, there you have it. You know, it seems like they can go. So what's uh, so Ryan saying that basically whoever's on the team is that uh, 
they can all they all basically contribute to the team championship. Tell me if that's right, Ryan. Um, I just I just want to clarify on all that because, like I said, you know, like you said, this this is all this is news to us. I haven't really paid much attention to the uh, bracket finals type deal uh, for several years now. But you know, in fact, I didn't pay attention to it until you told me about it a couple hours ago. So this is all just new new news to me, and uh, I. You know, like I said, I just don't really understand how it works. I don't understand how you can contribute to track championship whenever you aren't even necessarily from that track. And when there's, does he, did he respond? Uh, not yet, not yet. Beach Ben uh, always sends big shooters. Of course they do. You know what right. I mean? They're gonna send some, was, some heavy hitters. That was one of the tracks that that I looked at. In fact, the quote that I read earlier was from Beach Bend. Uh, the, that you had to participate in three of them. And then here's one from Cameron Thomas. He says, I enjoy buybacks too much to go to team finals. <laughs> <laughs> no, even from a competition, uh, not even from a competition standpoint. I lost him. Hold on here. And we got Gleghorn too. He's, he's responding to you, Casey. But uh, not even from a competition standpoint, the most fun racers are at the buyback booth. Yeah, well, I always hope not to go there, but I think you have a lot of a lot of a good point there. You always run into some somebody funny that's getting ready to hand up their money in a some type of a funny manner, including myself. I'll be taking all my money. So uh, I, I see a, a comment in here from uh, I guess it's Emran. We uh we do bracket racing here for the most part, but if I had to guess, and I'll open this up to Casey as well. Who's going to win the U.S. Nationals in Top Fuel and Funny Car? I'm going with Brittany Force. And uh, um, who's the – Bob Tasca. Can't nobody stop Bob Tasca right now. So those, those are my choices. Yep. I've Thanks got, for your question. <laughs> I haven't watched it that close this year, but I did turn it on a little bit in all this time that I've had off work. And, uh, I, I mean, I think I'd go with probably – I'd probably go with Steve Torrance and Robert Hype probably. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Guys, hang in there. We're coming right back to you. Get a word from our sponsors. We're going to be right back. BRG Motorsports 3D Printer Racing Parts are able to provide you with whatever you desire to enhance your drag racing operation. Items like safety belt magnets, nitrous bottle holders, and even quick-release delay box mounts are able to be obtained from BRG Motorsports 3D Printer Racing Parts. Have a look at top-selling items such as helmet hooks and steering wheel hooks, which are proven to make it easier to maneuver throughout your race car. You can contact BRG Motorsports 3D Printer Racing Parts at telephone number 765-729-1177. TSR Racing Products has everything you need to make your Power Glide Turbo 350, Turbo 400, and 727 transmissions the best they can be on the street or at the track. With exceptional products, customer service, and over 30 years of experience, TSR Racing Products is always available to help their customers with any of their transmission needs. In-house machining ensures you only receive the best products from TSR Racing. Visit TSR Racing Products at tsr-racing.com or give them a call at 800-394-5889. Welcome back. 
Welcome back. Goon Bracket Racing YouTube channel. If you're new, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button to, to get all the notifications on when we go live. Uh, we have several posts and even some articles at times. We definitely break some news every now and again on things that are happening in the drag racing community as far as for bracket racing's sake. Um, definitely thanks to everybody for being here. This show doesn't exist without you. Definitely shout out to TSR. Uh, Will, I'm gonna keep saying it, man. So I'll see you back in that car. You keep fighting, man. Keep getting stronger. Keep getting, keep, keep the faith. Get back in that car. And, uh, we thank you for everything you do, TSR. If you need anything transmission wise, they have what you're looking for. So make sure to shop there first. Give back to those who give to us as going, as the bracket racing community. And, uh, Mr. BRG, uh, saw you on, uh, Motormania TV quite a few times this past weekend. Think you had a little, a little bad luck for the most part from what I can see, but, but I definitely heard BRG 3D, 3D printed parts over and over again on that, on that stream. So thank you for what you do, uh, for the creations of your items and things that you make for us to use for our race cars. All right. Back to the show. So not going to quite leave the team race yet. I'm that's on the you on the Facebook side. I definitely got a few to come in here, uh, Casey. Where looks like Kenny Tier says he was told anybody that competes can win and go to finals. Only a top team can get points for the team results. Yep, that's what I heard too. You know what I mean? So there's only thirty. Well, I didn't hear the part that anybody could go, but I only thirty people on a team. So I'm believing that that's all that can can compete. Uh, Ryan Gleghorn. So the best I understand it, each team in D4 gets 30 cars, but can bring as many blockers as they want as long as they ran a minimum amount of races and have a membership. If you win, you go to Vegas. I like it. <laughs> which is which is kind of a joke, though, if you think about it, because then you can have people out there where. If you bring 30 guys and you have one guy, your your plan is to send him to Vegas, then you could try to, like with 30 guys, you could probably get paired up with a couple of those guys for the first few rounds and get that guy to third or fourth round. It's possible, but who's throwing their money out there like that? Unless somebody's paying for it, somebody's a hired gun just to take a fall. Um, that's an interesting way to play the game. I'm not, I'm not ruling it out, but... Hey. We, most of us are budget racers. I don't know very many people that just give up 60 bucks for a chance to win 5,000 just to go out for some, some team that's not a team, right? That's true. But at the same time, you got to think of, you know, and I'm not saying this is the case by any means, but it's just the only example that I know off the top of my head. The guy who owns Worldwide Technologies is a billionaire. He doesn't care about $60. I guess you know what I mean? You make quite a good point when you look at it in that light, right? So, higher guns, you know, get worldwide technologies definitely sending the no box king, the the could be legend, if he goes to a little bit more big money races, he's definitely going to Vegas. Am I wrong? <laughs> he might go in both classes. <laughs> and, and, and let me be honest, the guy could probably do it without having any help in the first place. So, I mean, rightfully so, but. Um, they don't allow you to run your own team, is what Gleghorn is saying here. I like it, man. Um, Jeremy Rosenthal says, great job, guys. Love the program. Nice meeting you at the Twin 50s, George. Hey, man, nice meeting you, too. I'll see you back there. I can promise you that. As long as TV says St. Louis is on the map, I'm telling you, I'm going to get Casey out there. He's going to drive something, too. We all coming next year, buddy. I can tell you that. 
But um, that was a heck of a race, by the way, TB. Um, St. Louis is just great. But, Casey, man, this is a, this is a great topic, in my opinion. Um, I let's 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 shift gears here because we've 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 kind of beat beat a dead horse. Do you ever see it going back to the way it was? That's my question. I hope so, man. Just simply because, you know, for all the things I've said here, I just want it to be a real team championship. I want it to be a real champion of all of all the tracks. I want to know who has the best racers because the racers were actually at their track. Um, you know, when money's involved, if somebody is a highly desirable racer, they're they're going to go with the team that gives them the best opportunity to win at the end of the day. And this is an analogy you'll love, George. I even wrote this down because I knew you'd love it so much. So what happened whenever LeBron left Cleveland and went to Miami to an effective all-star team? Instant championship. Ah, You know what I mean? Man, don't do that. that. We're really going to turn into Skip and Shannon over here. With me being (laughs) Shannon, you can be Skip. But (laughs) your point is valid. Only and my only rebuttal is who was going to beat Boston anyway? Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo and cast. Definitely not Cleveland Cavaliers with 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 Igauskas on his team. I mean, he wasn't your a win. You got my answer. There you have it. So if said team shows up with Nick Hastings, well, what do you do? You go get Lucas Walker. It's, it's that easy to yep. me, man. That's so, true. I mean, if you're going to do it. Do it right. Do it right. You better you better have the ability to hire some guns. But I like it because it adds it adds drama to answer my own question. I do kind of hope it goes back to the way it was for the sake of competition itself. When you show up to the track, it, it would do it a whole lot more service if it was all televised. Every single bracket finals needs to be televised. And instead of having the thing in Vegas, bring it to St. Louis, put it in a centrally located place to make it easy for everybody to come. And bring a whole team for crying out loud. Let's figure out who is the world champion of bracket racing. And hire anybody you want. That way Bradenton can bring Troy Williams and, and, and all their crew. Ohio can bring their crew, Matt Diddy. Uh, Texas, we can bring all our crew down. Let's make it let's make it worth it if that's gonna be the case. Let's have a big if, a big world world finals. If that's the case, then aren't we just talking about the GABR Dream Team Challenge? Yeah. Essentially, yes. Essentially. But the difference is, love the GABR Dream Team Challenge, but budget racers, you don't generally see them at the GABR Dream Team Challenge. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, no, I'm a budget racer. I, I do think, though, however, I, I got a little stash going back already so that if anybody says, hey, George, man, come be on our team or if i could put together team atchison shoot we got five racers as it is i believe but if i could put together just my whole family and come down as a team that would be a whole lot of fun to say the least so uh i, I get your point though man but hey let's shift gears man because i know big jed's got a race coming up we gotta talk about the foot break race coming up man casey let's talk man who winning now let's not go there first let's talk about the race first Talking about the race, man, it's a, uh, I actually brought up the flyer here while we were at commercial break. So BTE 250K, Labor Day 250K, next weekend, this is effectively the OG million for the footbreakers. And it's something I would like to participate in next year if I can ever figure out how to hit the bottom. As of right now, I got three hole passes on the bottom. 
this year. Car's been running like crap. I've been fixing stuff every single time. So, uh, and uh, needless to say, I've been varying about 40, and one of them was 100 red. So that'll tell you something. So <laughs> as of right now, I got to get the anticipation out of my system. So I don't know if I'll be there or not. But man, the cool part about the uh, Labor Day 250K is, first of all, it puts the footbrake racers on a major stage, even more so than the World Footbrake Challenge, which is also promoted by the exact same two guys, Colbert Promotions. And... Again, it's at Bristol. Everybody likes Bristol. Bristol's a good a good place to even watch on TV, let alone participate at. But they're running a ten grander on Friday. They're running a ten grander on Sunday. But they have that progressive purse race on Saturday. They call it a two fifty k, I believe. And I actually saw Dan Fletcher at Advance Auto Parks. He's actually going to this, not going to the U.S. Nationals. Holy moly! So there's yeah, there's one of your hitters right there. <laughs> right. So anyway. Long story short, I believe he told me that they guarantee $100,000 to win. I haven't had time to really read through the flyer, but it's a progressive purse, and if they get 475 entries, they're going to pay $250,000 to win to a footbrake racer. I mean, come on. Guess I, got, I guess I better go rent me a Tesla. Hey, uh, they wouldn't be affected by that Bristol Air, but I haven't seen one win it yet. True that. Hey, champs over here saying it's a hundred thousand guaranteed to win. Man, that's a big purse. Definitely something I'm going to be tuned in on because I know Motor Mania is going to be there. There ain't no way you're getting ready to hold something this big, Motor Mania, not show up. So, guys, if you don't know what Motor Mania is, um, I don't have a, I don't have anything else to say. That's that that's terrible or terrible in in Charles Barkley terms. You, you guys got to get to know what uh, Motor Mania TV is if you don't know, but. Guarantee they're streaming it. Casey, let's I wish we had the list. We could have done some type of a power ranking, but we don't have it. Who's winning it? Give me give me three. And I'll take everybody in the chat too. Who's winning it? Let me know who you think's gonna take take the cookies. So you gotta you gotta put me on the spot here. I mean I gotta go with I gotta go with Dan Fletcher, first of all. Literally the greatest sportsman drag racer of all time. It's on paper. This isn't a uh this isn't just people saying that, like it's actually happened. So I would go with Dan Fletcher. I think you'd be a fool not to go with Nick Hastings. And I also think you'd be a fool not to go with Dave Harvey Jr., who was, I believe, last year's winner and has already been on a, a mild roll recently this year. So what about you? Uh, uh, any, I, I always leave room for one no-namer. One. I'm gonna. I don't know who that is, but let's just use the name. No name. Okay, if that counts, guys, you can tell me if it don't count in the chat. I'll, I'll come up with another name, but I want to see a underdog, no namer, winning. Otherwise, Nasty Nick's gonna be somewhere near the final. Lucas Walker is gonna be somewhere near the final, and I'm going to take out of all of them. I'm gonna take Scooter Hamlin out of Texas. That's who I'm really? taking. He's been on a roll. I've been watching all year. I think he's bringing the grave digger if he comes down there. Um, the guy's good, man. So I'm going with Scooter Hamlin, not just because I know him and not just because he's a Texas boy, because he's been on a roll. I, I go with the odds, man, of people who turned on the wind lights over and over and over again this year. So I'm going hey, with man, Scooter man. Hamlin as my number one choice. And no disrespect to Scooter, there really was because I thought for sure you were going to say Kevin Pollard. <laughs> it, it, Nope, I ain't Sam Pollard. 
He'll be in the deep rounds if he's there, however, because we haven't seen a Kevin Pollard sighting, a real, like a normal sighting, all year long. Am I wrong? Have we seen him win anything big this year? I don't believe so. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kenny Tier in here, man. Thanks for backing me up. He says, Scooter and the Grave Digger is a good bet. Man, see there? I did my homework. I told you. Told you, man. Told you somebody was going to agree with me on here, on here, Casey. Let's see. Yeah, man. We got- he says he's just listening. <laughs> <laughs> Champ says, Lucas, Nick, and Gage. Definitely good choices there. Caleb, Redman, Ellison, also good choices. Richard Alford, oh, Alan one. Boykin, Richard Thanks. Alford. I mean, that's that was actually somebody who I was getting ready to say once I realized George got to pick four. He told me I only got to pick three, but he picked four. I did? Oh, <laughs> hey, bad. you picked no name, and then you got three more. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so if we're picking four, then I'm taking Richard Alford. Okay. Richard okay. Alford has, first of all, has been in a ton of finals uh, for Colbert Promotions over the years. Richard Alford also is one of the best foot brake racers in North Carolina, period. Probably in the entire Southeast area. In fact, Richard Alford, the not the last Galat points race, but the one previous to that, he was semied twice still in his Chevelle. So of the four cars left, he was two. And then he was still down to like six in his dragster in top. Come on. Hey, it's getting it done. It's getting it done. And I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm pause for one second. I'm gonna go back to last week where I said there was a guy named Shane Darty who was winning all those races at uh, at Muncie. I know I saw him on Motormania capture some more money. I do believe that's a bottom bubber as well. Shane, man, you might do as good as your luck going, buddy. You might have to head on up there to Bristol and take your shot. But I'd see Champ in the in the chat saying Dylan Champion is his sleeper pick. Champ, Champ, you going? If Champ is going, boy, we got boots on the ground. What do you think, Casey? <laughs> Champ ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going, huh? <laughs> but, uh, Leonard Cherry over here saying Triple R. Big Ronnie's team is always one to be reckoned with. And uh, I wonder if that means, uh, Leonard, tell me if, uh, is Will going up there? I wonder I wonder if he's taking that Mustang up there. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to tell you what, Casey, man. It's turned into a really good topic as I figured it would. You know, Monday morning racer, you took you had you took it right off of my tongue, man. That Kia Soul that I watched go several rounds a few weeks back at the first first Jed Jed race went so many rounds, man. If that Kia Soul wins it, man, I'll tell you what. And you come down here for for uh, funny car chaos, I'm gonna meet up with you, uh, drinks on me or something, a beer or something. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. If that old Kia Soul takes takes the cookie, that's gonna be interesting. Hey man, Quez, Quez just chimed in here. If Tim Fletcher takes the Nova, give me Fletch. That's that's correct too, man. Tim Fletcher is on fire with that ATI Nova this year, man. It's uh, I mean, it he's, it, I think he's won a CCRA race with it. He's won, I believe, a Galat race with it. Maybe a couple of them. He's always deep in the rounds. I mean. That car, he knows that car. He knows exactly what it's going to do. And if I have a feeling, Quez, if if Dan's going, wouldn't you think that means Tim's going to be there too? Surely. I mean, you, do they travel together quite a bit or no? Oh yeah, one big trailer. I see. Uh, I see. Uh, Sean Pickerton shouting out Ron Huntley Jr. in his Chevy Spark. 
Huh? We got a hey, lot man. of guesses coming out here, man. I believe if I can quote Ryan Gleghorn on that one, go Chevy Spark, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. Um, it's going to be an interesting race. Uh, worth watching, you know. Uh, more drag racing to watch on, on TV this weekend. And and uh, good luck to everybody out there participating. Safe travels to everybody heading up to the mountain of Bristol. Wish I was coming with you. I might might have to figure out how to do that with Omo one of these days. Uh, but uh, not today. I ain't going off the bottom. I'm confident that I can do it, but not right now. No. No. Casey, what do we got, man? We coming up on that hour, Mark? What do we got before we get out of here? Man, I'm just hoping that I finally got the uh, all of the uh, whatever. You, what I can't even think of the phrase that I'm saying call, right now, man. Call them gremlins, dude. Gremlins. 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 I got all the gremlins hopefully worked out of the Nova, man. I was... I've been dealing with so much crap, and it just seems like I can't buy a win. The uh, you know, and I haven't even raced it yet. I've just been testing it, but it hasn't been working out. It's been running like absolute crap. So I changed a bunch of stuff in the distributor. I changed the pickup in the distributor. Cleaned the reluctor wheel all all up. Sanded it down. Did all kinds of crap. Then I get ready to put it all together, man. And what happens to me? I go to change the jets, and. Uh, Actually, no, I wasn't even changing the jets. I was changing the needle and seat because it was dripping in the back fuel bowl. Go to change the needle and seat. Go to put the fuel bowl on. And for the last year or so, this one float bowl screw, I I haven't had this carburetor since new. It got shipped in the mail, all kinds of crap. I don't know who was all on it. But anyway, I went to tighten this float bowl screw. It's been popping a little every single time whenever I've been tightening it. And this time, it popped all the way and ripped the threads right out of it. So then I had to wait for a helicoil. I put my adapter plate on there. I got the dominator on it right now. I think it's way too big of a carburetor for it. Uh, We'll see. Maybe it'll end up being super consistent. It's enough to at least test it, you know. So I'm going to go to test and tune on Thursday, see what happens. Maybe it'll surprise me. But either way, I got a helicoil kit. You would. Speaking of this, man, listen to this. To try to find a helicoil, a very common thing that you need for anything. I went to all three major auto parts stores. I went to a hardware store that's local in North Carolina. It's called Hudson's. In this in this area, there's two of them, but it's like Ace Hardware. Went to there. They didn't have it. Went to Lowe's, the actual the big big box store. They don't even have helicoils, period. They can't even get them. So, dude, I went to all these places. Tractor Supply didn't have them. So it's kind of like, man, everybody's over here trying to buy in America. You can't buy in America. You got to buy it from Amazon. You have to. It's a joke. You know, so it's, but anyway, so long story short, that won't even be here till tomorrow. So that's why I put that Dominator on there and got it all lined out. And we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, finally, it'll, uh, it'll work out. And, uh, Maybe I can finally practice hitting the bottom because as of right now, I've been the first run. Like I said, I've only got three runs since I put this motor in there. So the the first run you always make on anything that's a new setup. What do you do? Man, hope this thing's about to blow up, <laughs> you know? So so you run it through there, it runs like crap. So second run, I'm like, man, hope this doesn't run like crap again. Run through there, runs like crap, load it up. Come back out last time, make one run, runs like crap. I'm like, nope, just put it back in the trailer. Saw, uh, by the way, saw Scott Lewis out there. His old man's putting two of those big GBR stickers like I had on the side of the Firebird on their trailer, giving us a little more publicity on all that stuff. So I appreciate those guys giving us all the uh, love that they do and putting the name out there and 
getting uh, a little more uh, marketing, I guess you could say, for going bracket racing and all of our sponsors. Appreciate it. Hey, man, can't, can't appreciate you guys enough. If anybody wants the logo, I'll give you the vector file. Don't matter. I don't care. I'll give it to you. I have some. I have a few bigs. I have a few littles. If you're here in Texas, they'll be in the truck with me. Just holler at me. I got you. Right. But we come up on that hour. And as Casey said, we can't do this without our sponsors. And uh, matter of fact, we can't do it without all you guys here in the chat, giving us something to talk about, giving us something to dialogue with. Um, we certainly appreciate you guys for being here with us. And as we say, every time we get off this show, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Have a good one. Stay safe.